Welcome into the Turn Fantasy Golf Podcast. My name is Andrew Petters, and I've got a special treat for you today because I sat down with the Director of Marketing and Communications of the Tennessee Golf Association, and we talked about the growth of the game and all the different programs that the state offers now for uh, anybody wanting to learn the game of golf at a young age. And uh, we talk about his journey on how um, he got from uh, East Tennessee Hills to, to the big uh, the big city in Nashville, Tennessee. So uh, hope you enjoy it. And if you do, hit the like, hit the subscribe, share it with your friends, rate us. And uh, please welcome in Darren Reese of the Tennessee Golf Association. Of all the games I used to play in my younger wilder days, the game of clubs and tees never crossed my mind. But after some discussion with my closest, dearest friends, I decided that I'd give it one good try. That was All right, this is the Turn Fantasy Golf Podcast. As you know, my name is Andrew Putters, and it is a joy to bring on another guest onto the show. This, my friends, is Darren Reese from the Tennessee Golf Association. He is His role he plays there is the Director of Marketing and Communications for them. Um, if you ever hear me... Uh, uh, say or type out on Twitter, uh, TGA. That's what that stands for, Tennessee Golf Association. So, Darren, welcome into the show, bud. Hey, Andrew, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Doing yeah. good. Uh, looks I'm like it's cold sure. where you, looks like it's cold where you're at. Yeah, it's pretty chilly tonight. I, uh, I, I was actually been your way over, over Christmas break and got about six inches of snow. And <laughs> you know, I come back to Nashville and it's still pretty dreary here. So, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so Darren, so tell us a little bit about you. What's your background? How do you get into get into being a you know the director of marketing or whatever for for a golf association? Uh, so I've I've been here for three years. Uh, uh, Chad Anderson hired me um, as director of communications, like you said, and then about a year ago I started doing all the communications for Golf House Tennessee, which includes the uh, the Tennessee Section PGA, the Tennessee Golf Foundation, the the Sned Store uh, TGA. And so uh, before that, I was uh, I was in the newspaper business. Uh, I was the sports editor at the Greenville Sun for about about six years. And uh, prior to the, prior to that, I was the um, the sports editor at my hometown newspaper in Jefferson County, uh, kind of Danvers over there, where you're close to. And um, of course, the newspaper business uh, isn't, isn't exactly what it once was. Kind of saw the writing on the wall with that, and so. I was looking for something different and uh, Chad, you know, he was, he made this position about the same time and as fate had it, I ended up here and uh, had to look back. So, yeah. Um, you know, I grew up in the, you know, junior golf of Tennessee, like you talking about, I think it was the Vince Gill junior tour. I don't know what it, it Sneds you said now that was called. Yeah, uh, it, It's uh, of course, Brant Snedeker grew up here in Nashville, uh, 2012 uh, FedEx cup champion. He's kind of, kind of put his name on that and he's a he's a you know great asset to junior golf here in Tennessee and uh, it's it's grown and uh, you know it, I, I played the Vince Gill as well you know back 2099 uh, around that time and you know what it what it is then to now it's it's just unbelievable the growth it's had so 
Yeah, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was looking at this stuff. You know, I've got a, a little buddy. You know, um, Ethan Whitaker. He plays a lot of that stuff. Oh, yeah. and, uh, Ethan's a great player. I've seen seen a lot of him this summer. So. Right, right. So I, I I follow him through that. You know, and I'm like looking. I'm like, Holly, this is so much better than it was when we played growing up. It's like so much more available for kids and stuff uh, as far as competitive wise. It's just really, really awesome what you all have been able to grow that too. Um, yeah, I think uh, especially last year uh, during the you know, COVID and everything, everybody was, you know, kind of itching to play golf, get outdoors. And uh, the, the tour had its, you know, best season ever as far as participation numbers and rounds played and all that. And, you know, they'll play the, the summer schedule goes from, you know, in the May Memorial Day through Labor Day, and they'll play, you know, 160 tournaments at 130 different courses across the state or something like that. So, I mean, it's a great, great opportunity. A lot of states, uh, you know, I found out don't really have something like organized like that, like we have here. So that's that's a, a great thing for the juniors in our state to take advantage of and kind of, you know, get introduced to the game and competitive golf. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so what's your background as far as golf goes growing up? You see, you grew up in the Dandridge area? Yeah, so I grew up, you know, um, my dad, uh, he was a member out at Dandridge Golf and Country Club. And so, you know, I used to tag along with him when I was five or six years old. And, you know, I got in, me and my brother, he's uh, about four years younger than me. And we, you know, once I got middle school age, my mom would take us out there and drop us off in the morning. And, you know, we'd play, you know, 45, 50 holes and she'd come get us when it was dark. So, uh, and then I played golf at, at Jefferson County High School. And, uh, you know, after, after high school, I didn't really, you know, I wouldn't, you know, world-class like you or Stallings or any of those guys. So, I mean, I did, uh, my, my golf career kind of ended there. You know, I still play recreationally and, you know, the local two-man events and stuff like that. But, um, and then, you know, uh, I guess at the time I was in Greenville, I actually started getting arthritis in my shoulder. And so I quit for a long time. And then when I got down here, you know, everybody's playing golf. So, it, you know, kind of felt pressured and, uh, and getting back in the game, picking up a little bit. So I've been playing a little bit more here lately. But um, you know, I'm not not quite on the level of you guys. But I I do enjoy seeing y'all compete. You know, in all our tournaments and stuff. So yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, golf is probably I think one of the it's the greatest game out there because you can play it forever, no matter how good or bad. You know, like you said, uh, you know, you you probably played a lot more when you're younger and better. And then now as it gets older, it's still fun to get out there and play and and, and at least watch it or be around it some way or another. You know. I just enjoy it more now just seeing the different golf courses like through this job I'm I'm fortunate you know where I get to see a lot of different courses outside of the state and stuff and you know that's what I enjoy most about it is just kind of the architecture and seeing the different courses and just just meeting the people that you'll you'll meet through the game of golf I made you know so many contacts and friends while I've been here it's just uh you know I, I I'm not the best golfer but I enjoy all the stuff that comes along with it so yeah I agree yeah um yeah, actually, I was, I was scrolling through the Instagram, man. Quite the photographer. Is that a little hobby on the oh, side yeah. as well? Yeah, I, that's, a, I mean, that was, you know, always been my passion. And that's what I, you know, especially during the newspaper days, you know, I took a lot of photography for the newspaper and stuff like that. And so I, and I enjoy traveling and, you know, just, uh, you know, seeing the world. So I, I, I do like to take pictures. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I've, I've come to learn, uh, just getting into this a little bit that journalism is um, kind of a dying thing. You know, it's 
at least yeah. in the paper print and and it, and there's so much information on the internet it really cheapens down the product overall you know there is i mean i was kind of in a situation where out you know up in greenville or dandridge or places like that um you know it's still hanging on a little bit community journalism because you know i mean for instance you know greenville or south green or whatever you know volleyball or something you know the newspaper is the only place that they're going to get information like that it's not like the you know knoxville or somewhere where you have you know 30 different people covering the same you know jeremy pruitt press conference or anything mm -hmm. like that so uh community journalism i mean that's what i you know i've always done and i enjoyed it but you're right i mean it's just everybody you know likes to have things that you know in an instant right now and our attention spans are so short and i mean I, even myself you know i'll put on i'll see a be scrolling through and find a video on you know youtube or facebook or something and i mean if it doesn't get to the point you know in 30 seconds or so i'm probably gonna keep on scrolling so. absolutely yeah I, I know i'm the same way I, you watch a one minute video and you almost lose, lose patience by the time to get to the end to see the punchline <laughs> so well i mean you said that you wasn't uh much of a golfer but i've got something here i want to talk uh, we, we got to discuss here let me pull it up there I we go Scott Stallings real quick, huh? <laughs> you know you know what this is about yeah. i'm sure let's see if we can get to pull up there we go so, so set the tone here what is this so Stallings here he had been barking this is at the tennessee junior cup which i'll tell you more about that but he, he had been barking in my ear all day about how he's going to embarrass me in the skills challenge and so he got me up here and uh, it's about uh, 140 yards off the back porch at the grove to the 18th green and you know he called me out and made me hit in front of everybody and you know i, I stuck I about hold it it hopped over the cup there and about three inches and so i, I don't let him let him live it down he makes fun of me because I, you know, I'll go in there about once every couple of months or so and retweet it just so everybody will see it again. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, no, he, he, the the junior cup, which uh, you know, Scott, this is as Brant, you know, he does so many great things for junior golf in Tennessee, and uh, the junior cup's kind of like the season-ending, you know, Ryder Cup deal where the best players on the east side of the state and the west side of the state will come together for you know three days out at the Grove and. You know, Scott, you know, he puts, you know, Scott's very hands-on. If Scott puts his name on something, then he's going to make sure, you know, it's quality and he's a big part of it. And so Scott will be out there interacting with these kids for three days and, you know, playing with them and, you know, having little different games with them and stuff. And so, uh, but uh, it's, it's just something we do to cap the end of the season. And, you know, that's one of the things what we were talking about we didn't really have, you know, back when we were young, so. Yeah, especially the participation. You know, I'm thinking like when I was, say, 15 years old, I'm trying to think who we probably had like Lauren Roberts and uh, Garrett yeah. Willis and yeah. Sean McKill, maybe. Yeah, yeah there was another there, Burns, Bill Burns, Bob Burns or something, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's about it. And, you know, and of course, you know, the thought wasn't that junior golf was the future at that time either in the PGA, you know. So, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I'll, I'll, like I said, I look at all this stuff you guys are doing now and just like I'm amazed at how much is available for kids uh, to do. Uh, so what, as far as like the beginner junior programs coming you know, out of Nashville, what have y'all got going there? So here at Golf House, which is uh, located in Franklin, we do, uh, you know, we have two t PGA uh, teaching professionals here, uh, Galen Coon and Valerie Vaughn, and they'll have, and then uh, uh, Daniel Berger as well. He, or, uh, 
uh, Daniel Booker, I'm sorry, he, he just came on last year, but, um, you know, they'll have clinics and classes and stuff that go, they're pretty much year round. I mean, the, we, we closed the course down here in, in February and, or January and February, but other than that, I mean, they have clinics and classes going on, you know, every day, every evening, and, you know, there'll be cars parked along the highway out here. And I mean, it's just, we've seen a big uptick and, and kind of the interest in golf here the last year or so. Um, but, you know, though, other than the, the clinics and the classes and the individual lessons, and they'll have, you know, little junior beginner tournaments out here, like, you know, daddy caddy and stuff like that. And so there's always something going on and ways to kind of, you know, get kids interested in the game. And, you know, as, as uh, from a Tennessee Golf Foundation perspective, we kind of filter that out to other areas. You probably see in Knoxville over at uh, Concord Park and Beverly Park and Hayden Eccles, he does a great job over that way. And uh, just, just different ways to grow the game. We were talking about Scott. Uh, Scott has his Kids Play Free program out there in Knoxville. And uh, what that is, is any junior golfer, uh, 18 and under, can go to Beverly Park or Concord Park at any time and sign up for the program and they can play free golf, you know, as many times as they want. So um, just a lot of opportunities right now within the state. And, you know, we're always looking for ideas and ways to, you know, have more engagement and get, you know, get more people involved and keep growing the game. So. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I appreciate 100% like the, for as far as part of the work you do is that, you know, I mean, I, I've got four kids. I work full-time job, obviously. So I can play in like one event a year usually. And I, I usually play about mm, 10 rounds of golf a year and eight of them are competitive. And, and, you know, so I'll play like three, you know, two regular tournaments, like a two, couple two men and then one state event. That's usually like as much as I can get away with here at this house. So, so, you know, I appreciate, you know, if I'm at work or whatever, I can look at my phone and see an update or see a video you post. Like, it's almost like you have a, yeah, it's right there at the tip of your hands, which is kind of the first time we've ever experienced that from a fan's perspective, I think. Yeah, that's one thing. I mean, before I came here, there wasn't really a lot of social media being utilized. I mean, not just here, but, you know, every state has a golf association and it just wasn't a big thing. And I'll give Chad credit. You know, he was kind of at the forefront of seeing kind of what, how we could benefit from it and you know how how we could utilize social media and stuff like that going forward and you know all our players and you know their families and fans and you know just the golf community in general has kind of embraced it I mean everybody likes to see what their buddies are doing or you know everybody likes to give you know Ryan Greer or Lee Maxwell a hard time on on Twitter or something so during the tournament so I mean, it's just kind of like one big golf community. And I've, that's what I've really enjoyed about, I mean, here in Tennessee, I've noticed, you know, they don't really, you know, other states around us may not have quite as much engagement within their golf community as we do here. So it's, it's been kind of cool to see. So. Right. Right. And I, you know, I know I've noticed that, you know, unfortunately, you know, I feel like my age group, we, I talked, I had Jason Gandy on last week and we talked about like, my group for about the next 10 years, like it seemed like every kid that grew up playing golf either tried to play turn pro or quit golf. That was it. There was no, and so like amateur golf has really hurt, I think over the last decade or two. And I'm glad to see it kind of on the uptick, at least in the state of Tennessee, anyway, competitive, you know, you know what I'm trying to say as far as. Yeah, actually, I mean, this past year, of course, I mean, I've said it, you know, COVID was 
I mean, it was a good thing for golf, the golf business, because it just seemed like every, everybody I talked to, whether it's golf courses or, you know, local golf equipment reps or anything, like everybody's talking about how good business was last year. But, I mean, from a TGA, you know, state tournament perspective, I mean, pretty much all our tournaments across the board were up last year as far as injuries, like uh, the Mid-Am, which we had out at uh, TPC Southwind for the first time ever. Uh, you know, it had a record number of entries, even more than we had at the honors course a couple of years ago, which, you know, the honors course is always a big draw. So, I mean, it just seemed like last year, um, you know, from a, a golf participation perspective, I mean, it was, we had a really good year and, you know, we saw a lot of new faces and that, you know, it's always good to see. So, right. Yeah. Um, so, you know, this is a fantasy golf podcast. So, uh, for oh. the most part, so let's get into that a little bit. You don't want um, my advice. <laughs> I did text you last night about Peter Malnati and, yep. uh, you know, Peter went off today. So I'm, I am feeling good right now, but other, other than that, my, my golf, uh, my golf betting is kind of subpar. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So I, I just want to get into this, you know, so what is, you know, I've, I've taught, I, I do a little work for uh, the um, uh, very little work. Let me put that away for the SEC network. And I okay. talked to them a little bit about fantasy sports and, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of, I don't know, shun, I wouldn't say shunned upon, but, you know, they're, they're just told like, hey, since we're attributed to the universities, we're not going to discuss this on air. Um, yeah. Is is that, um, I know that we part, you know, DraftKings has partnered with the PJ Tour, you know, and, and you all are in somewhat direct relationship with PJ Tour and the PJ of America. Is, is it something that, that is brought up in meetings today or is it something that is uh, promoted? What, what do you think? What's your opinion on that or I guess from the inside? From the, I mean, from her perspective, well, you know, like, I feel like golf and gambling kind of go hand in hand. Like, it's just like, it's always been a natural thing. I mean, from the TGA perspective, I mean, we're, of course, an amateur body. And so, you know, USGA and all that, we don't, I mean, from a gambling perspective, we don't, there's no interaction or whatever. But I mean, you know, we, we gamble on everything around here so, in the house. So I, I feel like, you know, with the legalization here in Tennessee and, you know, it's just out in the, it's kind of out in the open now. Like, I mean, like, I, I, I mean, I'm not afraid to admit that I've been gambling on sports, you know, pretty much my whole life, but, you know, through overseas accounts and whatnot, but it's funny now, like all my friends, I, I'm in all sorts of different group messages and stuff and like nobody ever gambled. And now it's like, you know, they'll all be talking. That's all our group texts are about is like, you know, who you betting tonight or who, you know, so. Um, now from a state golf perspective, I don't, you know, I don't really have, you know, any, probably any input to give, but I feel like it's becoming more of a norm. I mean, you watch shows i watched a show on the golf channel yesterday and i mean that's pretty much all it was was they were talking about the odds and you know who who you were picking and who who you're gonna you know fill out your fantasy team with and stuff so i, I feel like it's becoming more widely accepted and um i mean that's a, a good thing from my my point of view i feel like it brings viewers to the game and keeps people interested and engaged and yeah, I mean, we really had to find something after, you know, Tiger Woods goes away. Yeah. That's, that's what I think. I mean, you know. Although I will, like, I was telling somebody this today, like, you know, Tiger's kind of in and out. But, like, I enjoy, of course, I, I do. I mean, I bet on pretty much every tournament every week. But, 
I enjoy watching golf more now than I probably ever have because, like, I don't know if it's just where I've been on this job or whatever, but, like, seeing the guys, these young guys come up, like the the Victor Hovlins and the, you know, Matthew Wolves and the Lanto Griffins, like, I've watched them come up through college and Corn Ferry Tour and PGA now, and, like, I, I enjoy watching those guys more, and I'm more, you know, tuned in, I guess, to the game or the professional game than I've ever been, so. Yeah, I mean, the talent, and we it really got, ex, the, not exposed, but shown out during COVID whenever there wasn't nothing to do but play golf, so every player played every week, and the scores just plummeted. I mean, they were low, they were records broke last, last year in every tournament almost, so. I mean, and then you got, you know, all these made-for-TV matches and stuff that kind of intertwine gambling and golf, and, like, I – I really enjoyed those. I think I think that's brought in you know new interest to the game, and you know you. I just feel like the game's in a good spot. I mean, you have our, you know a story I read recently said you know there was as many people that played golf at like non traditional places now, like the the top golfs and the you know self drive shacks and stuff like that, than play an actual course. And so I just feel like you know golf's kind of you know kind kind of you know letting its I don't know if you say letting its guard down or like, you know, becoming more relaxed and more open to different, you know, different ideas and, you know, new ways to, you know, bring people in. And yeah, we did the, uh, two years ago, we did the top golf out in Las Vegas, man. That was awesome. Yeah. Me and, uh, I don't know, you know, Glenn Hudson over at Oak Ridge. Yeah. Glenn, Glenn Hudson was a groomsman at my wedding. <laughs> well, me and Glenn and uh, Jason Sanderson over at Cherokee, we went out. We were out there for the Vegas Pro Am about a month. Well, this is back in November now, but we went over that Top Golf. It's about the only thing open in Las Vegas, other other than the casino floor. So, pretty good view there, isn't it? Yeah, it, it was nice. It was, uh, yeah. So, um, I guess on the way out, last question I got for you is um, as as far as you know. Uh, citizen of Tennessee what what can what can we do if somebody loves golf how can we support uh, what you all do for the TJ and the golf house and stuff like that well I mean the main thing is that with the Tennessee Golf Foundation is that you know they they uh they try to grow the game through juniors and the the you know disadvantage and with the first tees and the things like that and so um, I mean, we're always looking for people to, to volunteer or donate or, I mean, even participate. I mean, if you participate in things then you know, say, I mean, we have a kid that participates and he goes back and tells five of his friends and I mean, how, how good a time he did. I mean, that's, that's growing the game, but I mean, monetarily, if you want to participate, you can go to tngolf.org and just look for the, the Tennessee Golf Foundation and you'll find ways that you can donate there and I mean, we'll have different events throughout the year, like pro-ams and stuff. And so, I mean, fundraisers, and you can get on social media and, and look for those. Um, if, you, if you'll go to that website, like I said, tngolf.org, you'll find our social media. There's so many social media handles I have to, I have to keep up with. So, um, but no, or, I mean, they can, if you want any information on anything, whether it's junior golf or amateur golf or the section PGA, you can, you know, message me directly. Uh, my Twitter is at TGA Darren Reese, D-A-R-R-E-N-R-E-E-S-E. And I'll, I'll try to steer you in, in whichever direction you want to go. So, 
There you go, uh, man. Uh, well, Darren, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, uh, all the knowledge. Yeah. And I, I, I listened to your, your fantasy podcast on the way back the other night. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we try to throw a little bit of fantasy in there and to talk a little bit about, you know, because my buddies, he plays, you know, he's a my co-host on the show. He's a, he's a high, he's probably like a 85, 90 shooter. So he like, he has his weekend warrior yeah. stories. And, you know, when I can get out there, we can. And, you know, we all, you always see me posting stuff online about like the Labor Day scramble and stuff like that. That's pretty much the highlight of our, our year <laughs> golf-wise. So, but uh, I, I like to gamble on golf, like the fantasy sports and stuff. I feel like, I mean, that's probably my favorite to bet on, but it's like the hardest to bet. Like, I feel like golf is like the hardest sport to bet on. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's definitely, I mean, the, it's the most frustrating. Yeah. I mean, you can say, I mean, I've sat here for days and just poured over stats and, you know, who puts good on Bermuda greens and, you know, just who's going to deal with the wind the best in Hawaii. And it's, I mean, just, you still pick them out and half the time they're not going, they're not going to work out. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. That's why it's fun. That's why we keep coming. And now you got to hit that one Peter Malinali shooting eight under in the first round, right? Fired up. Oh, actually me and Peter went to the high school, same high school. He was a couple years younger than me, but I've known Peter his whole life. So he, he had a really good fall and it looks like he's kind of carried that over into the spring here. So I'd love to see him, you know, get on a, get on another tear. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Darren, I appreciate you coming on, yes, uh, bringing all the, all the knowledge about the TGA director of marketing and communications for the Tennessee golf association, Darren Reese, you have listened to the turn fancy golf podcast. Already here three in the lake. It's gonna drive.